Hello, my lovely hummingbirds. How's it going, everyone? It's your girl, Monroe, and you're listening to... Pop Culture. From Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner having a Televisa level PR moment to new releases to TikTokers quote-unquote exposing Coachella... We have a bunch to cover today, but before we begin, I would really appreciate it if you guys could join me in a moment of silence for the following individuals, Bob Lee, Harrison Gilks, Julian Figueroa, Michael Lerner, and the victims of the Louisville Old National Bank shooting. Please join me in this moment of silence. Thank you all for joining me in that moment of silence. I greatly appreciate it. Now, sorry I disappeared on y'all. As I had stated in the video up on my Instagram, my health was not well. I have a medical health condition called endometriosis, which is one in slew of like a bunch of others. (laughs) But uh, that is the main one that kicks me on the ass 90% of my existence thus far. So I did post on YouTube, a series titled Cafecito y Conversación, both in English and Spanish. If you are so inclined, I go a little deeper into what is even up with all of that. And this week we will be covering what is endometriosis to begin with on that series. But for here on Pop Culture, congratulations to all my hummingbirds that were defrauded by their schools. Yeah, I know. You're probably thinking, what the fuck? (laughs) What do you mean by that, Monroe? Well, last Thursday, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of $6 billion. Yes, billion with a B. To 200,000 borrowers. But this is very different from the general 20,000 that was promised by Grandpappy Biden and the Biden administration. For that, we're going to know more in June, but $6 billion is awarded to 200,000 borrowers that were defrauded by their schools, either because of falsifications in what was promised by the school, the schools were shut down for whatever reasons while people were attending or shortly after their leave, etc., etc., etc. So if you are part of that 200K, congratulations! Wait, where's my button? all right so on some kind of really fucked up news apparently starting july 1st florida is not going to require a permit to own a gun which means there's going to be no background checks no training required Uh, people can conceal and carry and not need a permit whatsoever i think it was like a 27 to something fucking voting Honestly, that stresses me out because considering like everything that's been happening in our schools now, this just this year alone, not only in our schools, but all the shootings that have occurred, you would think that that would not be the move. But apparently Florida said, fuck y'all, that's what we're doing. Now, see, here's my thing with this, right? So I saw this video on Instagram. This teacher had a bulletproof 
classroom installed or bulletproof room installed inside of her classroom. I don't remember what state it was in. And you can see the teacher running for it and like pulling it back. But like, I don't know. My whole thing was like, she paid out of pocket for it, which like dedication to her students or whatever. And she loves them so much. Why did she have to do that? I, I know why, but it shouldn't be a thing. You get what I'm saying? Like, that is not something that should be like, oh, yes, bulletproof rooms are required because a random fucking person might come and, like, shoot our children. Like, I don't fucking like that. That is not okay. Considering what happened in Tennessee and, like, there's a whole lot of fear right now, especially because there was videos last week uh, of troopers greeting the protesters at the Capitol in Tennessee they had axon body cameras, which essentially are facial recognition cameras. And people are saying that, like, there's this really big fear that Tennessee is going to become even more of a sundown state or town. If you don't know what that is, essentially it is a term that was coined when entire towns and <laughs> major parts of states essentially do not allow people of color. And I am giggling to myself because I didn't know the actual term for it. I discovered it on TikTok. You know, that app they're trying to ban from us because of bullshit facial recognition shit that they say. Well, <laughs> well, I'm not saying that the clock app is perfect. I will say that I learn something new every day. And this is one of the terms that I learned very recently. I personally experienced this with my family when we were traveling to Kansas when my sister was at school there years ago now but very real we're crossing through this one specific town uh in the U.S. and when we walked into a restaurant that is a national chain it's not like a local mom and pop shop nothing like that the stairs because bunch of Mexicans walked in the amount of people that got up and fucking left and walked out and said slurs and all this bullshit like I didn't know there was a term for this because we were even told like make sure you get the fuck out before like sun goes down essentially not in those words directly but <laughs> enough and <sighs> I just I don't know. I can't say that I'm shocked that Florida did that. It is Florida. No offense to my Floridians out there, but like, I feel like Florida really is the wild, wild west of the U.S. <laughs> it's a fucking free-for-all majority of the times. I personally don't think that what they did is correct. I have a lot of opinions when it comes to this, but I'm not against... So I'm not against owning a gun. I'm really not, but I think that mental health should be readily available to everyone at this fucking point because clearly we as a society, especially after fucking COVID, like, no salimos bien, like, <laughs> in general, the general populace, like, came out not all mentally there after being locked away for so long and I think like mental health should be available and not like in some weird dystopian fucking horror movie waiting to happen society kind of way I just mean like you know 
mental health, y'all. Please, if you can, get the help. Anyway, for some local Chicago news. <laughs> also sad, uh, Jonathan Tays will not be re-signed with the Blackhawks, released in a statement by the manager, Kyle Davidson. He essentially said that, like, they had to make the tough call, that they wish him the best wherever he's going. They tried to make sure that his last game was so great. Fans across the board have stated this is the end of an era for the Blackhawks. I honestly cannot agree more. I... uh, (laughs) It breaks my heart. (laughs) Because, like, them. Now, my thing, right? Porque soy pinche chismosa. I want to know why. Why are they not resigning him? Is it because, like, they can't afford him anymore? Is it because they want to bring new people to the roster and, like, just revamp the entire team and organization? What is the reason? Because if he's resigning elsewhere, maybe he got more money somewhere else. I don't know. But in other Chicago news... (laughs) Uh, no Name has announced that they will be releasing an album in July. And the album is titled Sundial. I personally am very thrilled because my birthday is in July, which means I'm going to be fucking jamming out. So. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but I'm laughing. I don't know if you guys saw the videos on uh, <laughs> the internet of bad bunny and kendall jenner horseback riding not that the horseback riding itself was funny i'm sure it's a wonderful activity to do on a date or whatever i don't know i personally don't know how to ride a horse but (laughs) oh my god my brain where is it right now uh people were making (laughs) memes and fucking videos putting the Televisa sound of, like, how it looked like the start to a bad novela. And honestly, I believe it because, Benito, why must you disappoint in such a way, my guy? So, as I said in, like, a couple episodes ago, yes, they are together. It's real. Apparently, supposedly. I don't know. It felt very PR to me. But he's fucking up. So, <laughs> so not only did he backtrack on colorismo in la industria del reggaeton in his interview with time magazine but now he has also gone as far as to do a speech at coachella talking about how we don't know celebrities and just because we see a post or a video or an interview anywhere does not mean that we actually know him in order to get ben- to get to know Benito that we have to be invited to his house and have a beer. What the fuck? So, <laughs> like, I understand the concept of, like, the internet is fake, right? To some degree, it's fucking fake. Uh, everything is edited, screened, filtered, put through with a pretty glittery bow on it and fundamentally like i do understand what he means about we don't actually know him right but like as far as how you have painted your entire existence to be publicly right your entire brand 
if what he was promoting as far as like being for the culture was part of simply a brand, then sir, what the fuck? That is the most against la cultura thing you can possibly do. I love Benito's music. It breaks my heart to see him really do all this shit. But of course, he has to. Why do I say this? Well, let's face it. The Kardashians have been known to be, as the internet has dubbed them, culture vultures pretty much their entire existence in the world of fame in Hollywood. And the saying goes, the devil works hard, but Kris Jenner works harder. And the thing with that is, if Benito is so for la cultura against essentially everything that the Kardashians have built their empire on, and now he's dating one of them, well, they have to change things up. They have to change him so that he fits the dynamic. This is me with still the hopes that Benito meant what he said and he's just, you know, going through it. And then, like, people are talking about the fucking Car Jenner curse because, like, now uh, his ex is suing him for, like, $40 million for the use of her voice in two of the songs in, in his album of Un Verano Sin Ti. <laughs> and while I know like celebrities are just people <laughs> with a whole lot of money <laughs> but they are just people and they're human and they make mistakes and everything I just I don't know I think him making that speech of like especially to his fans on such a big stage and being like well you don't actually know me was like a really I don't know he's pulling at straws y'all he it feels to me like he's pulling at straws but speaking of fake shit, so <laughs> people are so behooved, right, that Coachella is not fancy and luxurious and pretty and aesthetic and <laughs> a uh, bohemian wonderland as it has been portrayed for years to be, uh, especially on social media by like influencers and shit. And people are like, I had to pay X amount of money and, like, sleep in the back of my car and all this stuff, right? Which, like, as a festival goer, you know that it does not matter the level of prestige that a festival has, the level of, like, notoriety of, like, how big it is, like, how flashy it can be. It's still a concert that you have to wait in line for. And if you're in the middle of the fucking desert and, like, you're paying for a specific thing and all this stuff, like, and there's thousands of people going, there are, essentially, the behind the scenes is grungy. It's, it's dirty. <laughs> it's messy. It's like, well, I did see that the porta potties are clean, which, uh, blessing. Uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's not going to be, like, this whimsical fairy tale like it might be once you're actually in there and like you're enjoying the music or whatever but uh yeah the road to it and the sleeping like you know getting all your friends together and sleeping in one room <laughs> and things like that well it just really fits for the experience the other thing there was this one uh content creator that she exposed how a lot of people don't actually even go to the festival as far as influencers 
they basically just get their hair makeup done and nails done and outfits ready and go and they take pictures and then like they take their ass wherever else just because Coachella is so well known that they know it's a guaranteed view, a guaranteed click, guaranteed like people to talk about them, especially because Coachella is like very outfit heavy. Across the years, it has become not just iconic for its music, but also for its fashion. Also, apparently Frank Ocean is not going to be there for weekend number two because he fucked up his leg uh, last weekend. I will keep y'all updated on anything else that happens in weekend two next week. But since we're talking about releases, so, and we were somewhat talking about the Car Jenners, <laughs> American Horror Story has announced season 12 and, and has announced that Kim K herself and Emma Roberts are going to headline. That's all I know about that. But, uh, so <laughs> I had briefly touched upon how the Car Jenners were like, it's been said everywhere that they're losing their momentum and they're trying to find any and every way possible to remain relevant. We're going to touch more on that next episode. <laughs> anyway, in more release news, Lady Gaga. I don't know if you guys saw the trailer. Well, it wasn't part of the fucking trailer. What am I saying? It was a clip of a video that was put online of like her entering and exiting a courthouse for Joker 2 with Joaquin Phoenix and like her outfit is I don't know I think it's adorable I think I think she looked good I am very curious to see if this is like Arthur Fleck's trial for inciting all that chaos in Gotham or if it's like her own trial for helping him escape, if like we're there and she helps him escape from Arkham, if she's going with the therapist route this time. I mean, they have to, right? I think so, maybe. Maybe they're gonna do a, like, she's not actually a psychologist and she just thinks she's in the psych uh, psychologist and was also like in the psych ward. I don't know, but <laughs> more news on that later. Beetlejuice 2 is supposedly, and I'm big, heavy on the supposedly, in production again. So there's rumors running around that like Michael Keaton, Jenna Ortega, Winona Ryder, and Catherine O'Hara are going to be in the Tim Burton film. I don't know if I believe it yet. I feel like until we get something a little more concrete, I'm not going to be like, yes, this is happening. Because we've been lied to before. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that is not a drill and honestly i'm really fucking excited for this scott pilgrim anime series <laughs> it is going to be released by science saru and it is going to be voiced by none other than the 2010 film cast I think that's fucking awesome. I'm pretty excited for it. Another, like, unexpected release. I really wasn't expecting this release, which is why I said. Uh, John Wick spinoff with Ana de Armas called Ballerina is going to be released apparently June 7th of 2024. Very curious of how that's going to go. Congratulations to Sydney Ayudong, who has been cast as Nani in the live remake of Lilo and Stitch. 
I don't know how y'all feel about the remake itself. I didn't know they were doing a Lilo and Stitch, like, live action. I hope Stitch is actually in it and they don't Mulan us. That would fucking suck. Because in Mulan, they took away Mushu, so... (laughs) That would, like, how can you have a Lilo and Stitch without Stitch? Anyway, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just saying. Hunger Games. (laughs) I don't know why I said it like that. So, Hunger Games, (laughs) the ballad of the songbirds and snakes, is set to release November 17. And to everyone yesterday that went to the uh, Black Carpet event premiere for the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always, how was it? Was it awesome? Was it in Cali? I want to know. I didn't get to go. So Walter Jones, who portrayed Zack in the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, put up on his Instagram to our, oop, almost knocked out this whole desk, put on his Instagram to RSVP for the event. I think that's super fucking cool on his part and on the entire event. I didn't get to go. I hope it was good. I hope everyone enjoyed it. I can't wait to see what comes up from that event in slightly sad news. San Francisco-based pop-punk band Stealing Home that was active from 2017 to 2023 announced on the 9th of April that, well, they're hanging up the towel on the band and I don't know why. They didn't say specifics. I hope that Maybe this is just the end of this project and they're going to start something new and still make new music. Maybe everyone's going their own routes. You know, life does happen. But uh, go stream their music anyway, even though they're broken up. Because, like, you know, show some support, show some love. Hopefully we hear some more music from all of them in the future. Taylor Swift has broken up with Joe Alwyn. So sources said, apparently, according to freaking every magazine, (laughs) that sad, sad reality. So since we are no longer locked away, what happened was that Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift. And he, no que se sintió inseguro, but it was like he just felt like he could not keep up to the level of her superstardom is what was quoted that's really sad that fucking sucks uh but you know one hopefully we'll get some new music out of it two i hope they're both okay and healing and on the way to bigger and better things uh we're gonna go on a short break and then we are going to start the peacekeeper segment of this episode okay love you bye wait before the commercial uh i almost forgot This is the last fucking episode of this season. (laughs) Yeah, so we are officially at the last episode of season three. I can't fucking believe it. I just wanted to say a giant, giant thank you to all of you, my lovely hummingbirds that have been listening since day one, since the very first intro episode that have stuck around for all the insanity of 
dealing with your chronically ill, wonderful, cosplaying, tarot reading, highly caffeinated host, I, Monroe. <laughs> and all the changes that have occurred as we continue to grow and build and expand this series, this channel, and this business. Uh, thank you so much for three wonderful years. I don't want to tear up, but I'm already fucking tearing up. Oh my God. Thank you so much for so far three. Well, this year it will be, uh, three wonderful years. I honestly, I'm so grateful for y'all and I have some big plans. Hopefully everything pans out, you know, cause <laughs> if you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plans, but uh, stick around for season four and everything to come and yeah okay i'm gonna play the ad now and then we're gonna get into the peacemaker segment peacemaker peacekeeper <laughs> okay i love you bye hello my lovely hummingbirds how's it going everyone so yeah today we're gonna be covering the second of the sibling dynamic in the sibling series that we've been covering on makeup and motivation if you are so inclined to go watch the makeup look you can do so by going to my youtube channel but otherwise uh tune in and stick around for that section i hope you enjoy it the peacekeeper is very much so that like bubble of joy and light and really just trying to bring a uh, positive outlook often to shitty situations they are the the one that is most often to come out of like the other room and be like hey who wants to go get some food <laughs> to essentially diffuse the situation now the peacekeeper and the reason that i said often forgotten child is because not that they're forgotten as far as like being provided for by like the parent unit that's not always the case but more so forgotten in the sense of like the pious child is always at the forefront of the parent unit's mind memory thoughts because they're like oh my god this is like my perfect little baby that does everything right and then the black sheep is like this fucking idiot is probably doing something I shouldn't be doing. And the peacekeeper slash middle, they give middle sibling vibes, quite honestly. Uh, they're the ones that are like, you know, off in their own world, doing their own thing. They, however, have aspects of both. So they often want to be how can I say this? They often want their relationships to resemble the family unit. So they are the ones that like will more easily not just make friends, but also make their friends their family and like the center of everything that they are. They will want to emulate the parent unit relationship, whether it is because of the dynamic of it or the length of time they've been together or things like that. But they have also had their touch of chaos as much as the rebel child or the black sheep has. They are a different kind of rebel though. They often outgrow the rebelliousness, settle down, develop a relationship much in like, 
similar to the pious child because that's like their older sibling oftentimes or the sibling that they most often look up to for like family dynamic reasons however they do tend to linger back and forth between like uh the good old days eventually it does wear off they grow up they're like damn I did some dumb shit. Hmm, maybe I should distance myself from certain people, things like that. You know, all in due time. But the reason that they are the peacekeeper is because not only are they oftentimes like the peacekeeper friend in their friend group, they are also oftentimes a peacekeeper between their siblings and parents, which is not an easy space to be in. Now, they serve as the peacekeeper, as I said, you know, stopping fights between their siblings and their parents or siblings and siblings. They're the ones that have this sensation of like, can't we all just get along? They can either be very, very social or very like, everyone leave me the fuck alone right now because I can't stand any of you. Depending on the mood, depending on like outer circumstances, how things are going for them, all that good shit. They are very intelligent, okay? very calculating so a peacekeeper never really does anything as like an afterthought they are the ones that have the most serendipitous moments though like they're the ones that like will walk down the street and find a 50 dollars bill for fucking no reason they'll be the ones that like a stranger will be like hey here's like some free ice cream over there if you want to go get some type of shit like they're very lucky in that regard so like things will just seem to happen more easily for them but when it comes to like their interactions with people with money careers things like that they are very calculating they are very book smart they are also very street smart they're often the ones that love conspiracies which is why like the black sheep and the peacekeeper will get along more on like reckless and rebellious behaviors however they can have very golden retriever vibes <laughs> which is why i went for all the golden <laughs> uh they can go from zero to a hundred though really fucking easily like everything can be well and put together and perfect one day and then gone to shit the next but then you blink and you're like wow you just like hyper clean the entire place in 20 minutes what the hell happened to that ball of chaos you just had going on they're like what are you talking about there wasn't a ball of chaos i didn't do that <laughs> however while they can emulate both aspects of the pious and the rebel they hate hate the hyper extremes of both parties again like i said very much so like why can't we all just get along very like stoner vibes but not stoner vibes in the same way that like the black sheep does stoner vibes stoner vibes in the way of like i just need to chill out right now because this is too much that's their energy as a whole think like they constantly operate on a smooth jazz frequency <laughs> like i don't know how else to explain it but that the colors that remind me of the Peacekeeper sibling is orange, mustard, earth tones, greens, very warm, neutral, Mother Earth kind of vibes, you know, very like, they are very go with the flow. They know that like everything always works out, but they have an understanding that like, 
you got to put in a little work they can be very naive at times but it is not a naivety that comes from like them just being oblivious to shit they're very aware but they have this perceived naivety because they are very not just glass half full very like we're just gonna leave that alone for now and it'll solve itself out type of naive which can lead them to ending up in some pretty chaotic situations because of the lack of confrontation now oftentimes the lack of confrontation does not come because they are afraid or fearful but because they are very self-aware and they know they would go zero to a hundred and they don't want to do that so honestly it's the best in everyone's interest if we don't fuck with the peacekeepers because they got so much pent-up shit from years of playing switzerland at home that they're just like who's gonna try me today <laughs> for my peacekeepers out there for those that are the middle sibling for those that are the middleman when it comes to communication between other siblings between parents between often even probably friends uh you can even grow up to become the middle person when it comes to like your kids and your spouse first off as the black shape of my family <laughs> thank you oftentimes you as the peacekeeper had to double down as second parent you had to double down as the person that was like forced to carry your siblings with you everywhere because mom and dad couldn't you are often the one that while you lived your life it was always in the sense of like keeping everybody else happy and while you may have done things here and there, sometimes often trivial or even energy taxing to you in the hopes of achieving some type of fun and joy and experience, it wasn't always everything that you wanted it to be, nor was it always everything that you expected it to be. You in your own way want more out of life and you see the warmth in everything. You see the shit in everything too. You just don't let it influence your actions as much and you are the sunshine of this world if i'm completely honest with you and i promise you that your siblings even though they have their own chaotic ways of being present are truly grateful for you truly love you and for the black sheep if it wasn't for you, they might not be here right now. Wholeheartedly. You are loved. You are cherished. And you, my love, are able to hold space and take up space and glitter and light up every fucking room. And you should not diminish yourself or your strengths or your knowledge or your shine to keep other people happy because you deserve to shine too. I know you often feel forgotten and left out, especially like when it comes to like family shit, like you're the one that feels most like to some degree you were abandoned, not in the sense of like, 
I really hope not that like your parents abandoned you or anything like that, but more in the sense of like you feel left out of plans and things like that. Like they always seem to be doing something with everybody else and you're kind of just there. It's okay to take up space. It's okay to make a call to say, hey, what are we doing today? Hey, let's do this. I know sometimes the world can seem very exhausting and so tiring and so hectic because you're just like, fuck, what do I do now? It will be okay and it will get better and you have all the strength and energy within you to thrive and prosper in everything that you want to achieve. And never forget that like, well, I can't say never forget, you know this better than anyone, family is what we make of it. So stop allowing people that don't reciprocate your energy in the way that you want it to, to take up space in your life, regardless of the amount of time or experiences you've had with them. You can continue to grow and develop and do everything that you set your mind to. To the siblings of my lovely peacekeepers, myself included, show them a little bit more. Ask how you can fill their cup. Give to them as much as they've given to you across the years. Give to them as much as they need and more. Stop being some cold, heartless bitches. <laughs> Respectfully. They don't operate that way. Sure, they might have when they were running chaos because they knew that if like they put their heart on their fucking sleeve, it would just get shattered. That was a calculated move. That wasn't like you running around creating chaos to my black shoes specifically. They're not that heartless. And you know that. Be gentle. Be loving. They might come off with this I don't give a fuck attitude, but really they just want a hug. They just want to feel embraced. They want to feel love. And to my pious children out there, take a fucking joke. They joke around because that's the way that they cope with their chaos, but not in a mean way, not mean-spirited, okay? Be wary of your harshness, my loves, with the peacekeeper. They're a soft little baby at the center of it all. You are too, but you're just a little more colder than they are. Oh my God, they're Anna, you're Elsa. Actually, you're Anna and Elsa and they're Olaf. <laughs> so be kind, be gentle, be loving because they would melt away for you if they could. Okay. Now that's it for my peacekeepers. I love you so much. I hope everything is beautiful. We are going to do a tarot reading like we did last time. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to get started with that because yeah, I think you just, you know, you need a little extra advice, a little calm to get you going through the day. And uh, yeah, let's get started with the reading. But yeah, so today we are using the Everyday Tarot deck. Exciting. We're going to get some messages, some clarifiers, some advice for you, my lovely, lovely hummingbirds. Uh, what's here? Justice. Whatever complicated situation it is that you think you are going to experience, 
it's gonna be okay, that you'll be fine. Nothing bad is gonna come of that situation. You're gonna receive justice in this situation. But we got some bonus cards popping out. What's happening here? Justice really just wants to shine on through. So you have justice and the page of pentacles coming out first. I got you're really concerned about your finances right now. So with the eight of swords and the six of pentacles, you've been kind of very, not kind of, you've been very, in your head over past situations, past issues, past moments where you were like, give, 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 give. And you have been in this contemplation of like, damn, did I fuck up? Did I give away all my bounty to people, places, and things that did not deserve it? Did I do this? You're like contemplating about shit that you did, especially when you were younger. So the fact that they're both facing the same way and then like this, it's, you're feeling very like you trapped yourself in a situation. The good thing though about the Eight of Swords essentially is that the restraints aren't actually binding you. It's all in your head. What you need to do right now especially is look at it from a different perspective, especially because the things that have passed, my love, there is no return to them. There is no going back to it. There's no fixing it then. You can only take the knowledge that you know now of that situation and move forward. And learn that like, maybe instead of you being over generous and over giving all the fucking time, it's time you aprietas un poquito las manos when it comes to career and finances. And like, you've been over hustling, you need to find something that's a, a little more aligned with who you are as a person. And the more passion you put behind it, like I know that a lot of people, you know, can do the whole, a job is just a job thing. But for you, I feel like that's not the case for you. I feel like your heart really has to be in it because if your heart's not in it, you get this sensation of being burnt out because you are the first to be like, okay, you know what? Like, this is my responsibility. I gotta go. I gotta get shit done. I gotta do what needs to get done, blah, 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 blah. But if you're constantly put in a place where like, it's not fruitful for you, you start to like shut down. You start to lose yourself. You start to being in your head all the fucking time. And that's not healthy either because while the six of pentacles is usually a really good card here yes you did overextend yourself yes you did give a lot to people that did not reciprocate but you're not in that situation anymore so don't let that don't let past hurts impede you from moving forward also allergy season's about to start hitting so i'm gonna need you to do everything not to get sick rest is very important now with the page of wands and four of cups in the reverse you feel stuck you feel stagnated you are a free spirit and you feel like you are being choked down by the universe right now you are feeling like your duties and your desires are very very different and like they're on two ends of the fucking spectrum it's like it's like you being in between your siblings you're just like oh my god you're like everything is order and you're everything is chaos i don't want that i just i just want it to flow but you feel like what does that even mean anymore heavy heavy contemplation eight of wands in reverse and knight of wands upright you gotta let it happen 
you gotta let it happen you gotta go with the flow if you're looking to make a change in career and business and all that definitely do your research look at what it is that you want to really do the job market is kind of trash right now i'm not gonna lie to you but you do have the power to achieve everything that you want to but it's not going to be easy because you have the chariot two of pentacles and the queen of swords i'm tired for you <laughs> you are literally juggling everything under the fucking sky literally everything you need to stop you are on a one road leading straight to burnout <laughs> that is not good you need to take a fucking nap stop over caffeinating trust me as someone that over caffeinates it's never really worth it take a nap refresh yourself recover recharge take a fucking break take a moment for yourself to do something that you love sit down and like i don't know go watch a movie go do some dancing go paint do puzzles do whatever it is that makes you happy allow yourself to be in that but in your own energy because you being in that and bringing like fulano y sutano and over here and somebody's brother and sister and mama and baby and cousin and all this shit is not helping you I know you can be a very big little social butterfly, but majority of the time when we feel lost, we need to take a moment to pause, time out on everything, chill out, and really focus on what it is that makes us happy, not for the benefit of anybody else, but strictly for ourselves. Overall, where you're headed is the Page of Pentacles and Justice. Like, everything is going to be fine in this situation. Whatever it is that you're looking to make the change to will be successful. But stop doing this thing where you take on too much. You, you So much more than you can handle that you have no choice but to shut yourself out and down. Because you're like, I just gotta keep going. With the chariot here, you're like, I just gotta keep going. I just gotta keep doing what's right. I just have to keep because if I don't, then everything implodes and everything depends on me. And while it might depend on you, if you implode from burnout, it's not gonna matter at the end of the day. Because guess who's still not gonna be able to do shit then? You. As it is not worth it. That project will be there tomorrow. That case will be there tomorrow. That study will be there tomorrow. Whatever it is, whatever problem, whatever issue, it's not gonna go away if you pull an all-nighter, take fucking six shots of espresso over ice and just power through it and not eat and not sleep and not exercise and not eat properly and not do the things that you need to do. To if you don't take care of yourself, like you do everybody else, it's not gonna matter. You need to give yourself the love you keep trying to receive from everyone around you. The love will come. You are abundant in love. You always have been. But it's time to take that scope and that lens and you over here with the fucking binoculars looking at everywhere and like, what's the problem that I can fix? Flip that shit and look at yourself, baby.
because right now that's what you need to do. You need to take a good hard look at yourself and not just your shortcomings, but look at like what you're fucking good at. Look at what your strengths are, what your abilities are, where you thrive. And if you see it and it's possible because I know it's not possible for everyone to just be out here making moves like that. Responsibilities exist, families, you know, things like that, obligations, right? Those are still very real and very prevalent. But if you don't start doing little things here and there to build you up and keep moving forward in your life, then what life are you living? Whose life are you living? When's the last time you smiled? And I mean for real. When's the last time you smiled for real? Not a bullshit smile to appease everyone so no one knows that I'm not okay. And everything's okay though and it's gonna be okay because they see me and I'm smiling and, and you know, I might not know right now but I will then. I don't mean like chaos smile to suppress your emotions not let everybody know how the fuck you're feeling. I mean genuinely. Smile because you felt it in your soul, in your heart, in your spirit. Also, stop using extracurriculars. Stop drinking and smoking and fucking people you shouldn't be fucking around with. And stop drinking excessively. You will not find the answers at the bottom of the bottle. The end of the blunt. At the end of the cigarette. End of you busting a nut into somebody you're not supposed to be fucking around with in the first place. I don't want to say things to you harshly because you, my lovely prince, my lovely princess, you, my lovely, my lovely, lovely royalty, you are not a hard ass bitch. I love you. You're not, and I hate saying things aggressively to all my little golden retrievers out there because you're my soft babies. It's okay to stop and just be you. It's okay to take down the mask. It's okay to have that moment of just pure breakdown vulnerability where you're fucking crying and confiding in the person that you love the most and trust the most and being like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, I need help. It's not your world to save. You are not Superman, baby. It is. You are not Superman, you're not Spider-Man, you are not a hero, okay? It is not your job to save everyone. I mean, unless that's actually your job and you're like in some type of field where that's a thing, but you can't save everyone. I don't know if I wanna go for the caffeine or the water. <laughs> That's probably something you do. <laughs> You're like, damn, do I want a caffeinate or do I want to hydrate right now? Hydration is always key, but we're talking about you and your issues right now, not me, okay? <laughs> One of the harshest lessons I ever had to learn was that sometimes God answers no. And that sometimes is a lot more often than we would like. Sometimes the answer is no. Oftentimes it could be a not right now, <laughs> mm, think again, but sometimes it's no, and the no's hurt real bad, but it's part of life. You can't sit here running yourself ragged to keep everybody else happy, whether they're a family or not, mind you, <laughs> they're related to you or not. I'm getting a parent. 
for some of you for some of you it's your mom for some of you it's your dad like i get it as a, as kids like right we never want to disappoint our parents especially if you're like first generation or like a uh, parent of an immigrant kid or like parents lost everything to like have this family with you and all this stuff but look you don't owe anybody a damn fucking thing not me not your parents not the world not even fucking i don't know the baddie that you hit up last tuesday and then ghosted like <laughs> that was really specific <laughs> i don't know what that was for but you do owe yourself the ability to do and be more and want more and be better and do better you owe yourself growth you owe yourself grace you owe yourself understanding and passion and joy and you deserve to fucking smile and i mean genuinely i don't mean like toxic little maniacal laugh when you did something you know you weren't supposed to and it still panned out the way <laughs> you wanted it to that's not what i'm talking about i mean belly laugh an ugly laugh a laugh where it seems like time stands still when you're around this person this may be pretending to a love situation i don't know i'm just channeling now <laughs> but my lovely peacekeeper you deserve peace genuine peace you deserve to be happy you deserve to smile you deserve good things i don't know i just heard the abraham hanks audio in my head because my life is supposed to go well yes your life is supposed to go well and you do deserve good things and i'm sorry if anyone ever made you believe that you are nothing more that was oddly specific that you are nothing more than a dollar sign or where the comma lies or where the decimal point is i I don't know. Very, very money. Some of might have been used financially, and I'm so sorry that that happened. You are more than what you can provide. But I need you to pour back into yourself. I need you to love on you. I need you to really take a look and be like, okay, this isn't making me happy. So what can I do differently? We're going to do some affirmations that nothing in life is an absolute. Life is ever-changing, ever-flowing. You are the king, the queen, the sovereign, the royalty of going with the fucking flow. So let it flow. Or you might want to be. But you're like, no, everything has to go this specific way. That's not life, babe. It doesn't always go the way we want it to. It does go the way we need it. Allow yourself to love. I don't know who needs some loving, but allow yourself to love. Genuinely, not no more toxic shit. Okay, no more toxic people. Okay, we we're not doing that. Twenty twenty three. No toxic bullshit. No toxic people. Ah uh, yes, the proverbial "it is what it is." <laughs> you need to get back on that shit. But not in a toxic, it is what it is, I don't give a fuck about you, bitch, type of thing. Now I'm gonna need you to start holding some accountability. Some confrontation is often good, especially when we're putting our foot down and setting some boundaries on what it is that we want in life. Now, your overall message is what has been, has been. What will be, will be. 
It's cutting in the middle. Why is it cutting in the middle? I am always provided for. The universe is always providing for you, babe. Don't even worry, okay? All that shit's gonna be handled. I am the guardian of my happiness. Allow yourself to be. Allow yourself to be happy. Allow yourself to be free. Allow yourself to experience love genuinely. <laughs> I rhymed. I release control of my plans to make way for my destiny. Ooh. Not y'all fighting the Lord's good work out in these streets. <laughs> you know, having a destiny can seem very like, oh, what is this? And very intimidating and very chaos and very out of our control. It is out of our control, sadly. But are we going to make the route to our destiny smooth and awesome and do what the fuck we're supposed to, even if it gets tough, just keep on keep on doing what we're supposed to? Or are we going to make it difficult, fall flat ass backwards and be like, damn, you can't tell me what to do. And then keep falling backwards until we learn the fucking lesson. If you learned the lesson, stop repeating the lesson. Stop going back to where you learned the lesson. <laughs> All of my emotions are a part of my human experience. Stop with the bullshit happiness. Stop with the fake masks of, I'm fine, everything is dandy. When you're feeling like shit, it's okay to allow yourself to feel the hard emotions too. For some of you, the hard emotions might be the acknowledgement that you deserve better and you deserve reciprocity in life. You, Why did I just picture two people 69ing? Okay. <laughs> Y'all want somebody real bad, go get them. It That doesn't apply for everybody, okay? <laughs> I don't want nobody going over there and be like, Monroe said, I can leave you for somebody else, goodbye. <laughs> don't, don't throw me in the middle of your shit, tampoco. It is safe for me to rest. What did I fucking say? Take a nap, bitch. I love you. Stop over-caffeinating. Stop, like... Just being a little chaos bubble, like you hate chaos, so stop thriving in it. That's not your job. If you are a golden retriever, that's for your future black cat girlfriend to do, not you. <laughs> I am more than enough. Yes, you are. Okay, you are more than enough. You are worthy just as you are. And if one of those masks that you need to drop is the persona that you have created to exist in the world that you currently exist in, surrounded by people that don't actually fucking know you or give a shit about you, this is very specific. Y'all good? It's okay. Yeah, it's everything's gonna be like, what the fuck? Where did this come from? For a little bit. But at the end, you're gonna be so happy. It's worth it, okay? I honor the divine energy that is money to deal with your money issues, baby. Get out of lack mindset. Not every time that you put your money into something is it going to be a waste of time, energy, efforts, and finances. Be very wary of where you are, including yourself monetarily. And not just money, but where are you investing your time? Because that might also be what is leading down a lack mindset road anywho that is it from me for today my lovely 
lovely hummingbirds, my lovely peacekeepers, my lovely middle childs, my lovely golden retrievers, my sunshines out there. I love you. It's okay. It's okay to just be you. It's okay to go against the fucking grain sometimes, especially if like the reason you're in this situation was simply to survive because everybody else was doing it and then here you are and you're like, fuck, I don't wanna do this anymore. You can stop. Life is literally what we choose to make of it. It is a series of choices of our reactions to outer things in our lives, out of our lives. It is what we choose to do to keep on living and loving and enjoying. I love you so, so much, okay? And yeah, that's it, that's all I got. As always, les mando mucha paz, muchos besos y les recuerdo que miren hacia la luna sending you much peace money kisses and reminding you to always look up at the moon it's all gonna be okay you're gonna be okay it's all going to be fine as long as you choose a life where your joy and bliss are sublime and ever present okay you were not made to live a passionless life. You need passion, you need love, you need some good sex, you need out of here. Why y'all feeling horny right now? Anyway. Y'all are the reason this reading's an 18 plus, um. <laughs> anyway, my lovely hummingbirds, I love you so much. Please take care of yourselves. It's gonna be okay. You deserve happiness. Don't ever forget that, okay? And you need to allow yourself that happiness and give yourself that happiness. That's it for you today, my lovely, lovely hummingbirds. I love you all so much. I will catch y'all on the next one. Uh, follow me on all my handles, all that good shit. Okay, that's it. I love you. Bye.